Welcome everyone! You're listening to Save Me an Isle Seat, the show that talks about musicals in an understandable and relatable way. I'm Katie, and I'm joined by my fellow musical enthusiasts, Amber and Kylie. Hey! hey. Also joining us is our musical newbie, Matt. Hello! Hello! And on this special week, after Christmas is over, now it's New Year's! Woo woo! Let's get rid of 2020! Yay! Please! Woo! So we're hoping 2021 will be a fantastic year. And of course, what better way to kick off this brand new year than by a Matt musical? <gasps> hey, um, starting out what's, strong. What's that in the sky? It's a bird. It's a plane. No, it's Superman. Oh, no. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Yay. Okay. <laughs> Whoosh. So I'm just going to throw that out there. This is significantly better than the last superhero based musical I covered. Bono has not touched this in any way, shape, or form. Good. Yes. Bono clean. It was made in the 60s. Oh. Gotcha. So we're good. How does this one fall on the Mama rating? Because normally yours are not great for Mama. Uh, No, this one's fine. It's a Superman show. Like. All right. Straight and forward. It's like an episode of a comic book or episode of like an old show. It's... Yay, Mama can listen to one of your episodes. Yay! Yes. <laughs> she's been doing Spongebob and Shrek, Shrek and... and... There's been a couple. Yeah. But, no, this one is actually not terrible. <laughs> wow, what a treat. <laughs> yeah. Ringing endorsement. Yep. Yes. All right, well, yeah, let's just kick this off. Let's hop into some background information mm-hmm. on the 1966... Technically, the full title is It's a Bird, It's a Plane, It's Superman. Yikes, that's a mouthful. Yeah. Uh, most things switched over to Superman. Just Superman. Yeah, eventually. But this musical opened on Broadway at the Alvin Theater on March 29, 1966. It was directed by Harold Prince with choreography by Ernest Flatt. Uh, the show starred Bob Holiday as Superman slash Clark Kent. Uh, Patricia Merrand as Lois Lane. Jack Cassidy as Max Menchin. Linda Lavin as Sidney, and Michael O'Sullivan as Dr. Abner Sedgwick. So this show actually opened to generally positive reviews, but it didn't really catch on super hard with the, you know, general public. So it did close after 129 performances on July 17th, 1966. The show received three Tony Award nominations, Mm. one for Best Actor for Cassidy, Best Featured Actor in a Musical for Michael O'Sullivan, and Best Featured Actress in a Musical uh, from uh, Marin. So one of the songs from the show did actually see some life afterwards. Uh, the song You've Got Possibilities saw some success as a nightclub and cabaret standard. Huh, that's um, interesting. Which does kind of fit because the song is talking about Clark Kent, Sidney, one of the characters is trying to get him out of his square personality. So she's kind of like up in his business. Ah, so kind of yeah, yeah, kind of plays into that a little bit. After the Broadway run, two more productions were put on titled Superman. One was at Kansas City Starlight Theater, and the other at the Saint at St. Louis Municipal Opera. Ah, St. Louis. Yeah. Nice. Yes, people that don't know the St. Louis Municipal Opera is what we call the Muni today. Yes. That's, yeah. That's, Sorry, I should that's have put that on off. there. Yeah. Uh, that's why I was like, I'm pretty sure that's what that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes, yeah, so we're like. The Muni, it, back, at, obviously, when this show came out, was at the St. Louis mm-hmm. Municipal Opera. Muni is a lot easier to say. Mm-hmm. The Muni <laughs> is way easier to say. So these uh, were both actually open-air venues, 
and thus required a large crane for Superman's flying. Oh, no. Oh, no. Nice. <laughs> so I'm curious how that actually looked. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it looked real goofy. Oh, my gosh. The show also did get a TV special that aired on February 21st, 1975. This is terrible. So this is all what you can find on YouTube if you actually type in the Superman musical. You can watch this. It's an hour and a half. It's bad. I think a big reason to why it's bad is because it was filmed over the course of three days. Uh, it was, uh, And it's a significantly shortened version of the show. Uh, four songs ended up being cut from the special. Doing Good, It's Super Nice, So Long, Big Guy, and We Don't Matter at All. Oh. Yeah, and then there was also a additional song added on called It's a Great Country. And also one other slight change, the ethnicity of the evildoers troop was also changed from Chinese acrobats to mafia gangsters. <laughs> okay. Oh my. So yeah, there's a couple changes to fit kind of the tone of the time, I guess. Yeah. And let me tell you, when they're saying mafia gangsters, it's like really terrible, cheesy gangsters. <laughs> of course. I mean, it has, it has to be. Why not? And yeah, there was a bunch of other very small productions. And then actually the most recent thing in 2019, there was a German version of the show made and translated and done. Ooh. So that was uh, a little interesting, but for the most part... It didn't seem too much past this <laughs> TV production. So yeah, that kind of wraps up some of the general background information. Are we ready to soar on into Act 1? No. No. <laughs> but here we go. <laughs> Alrighty. So our show begins with the song Overture, which is mostly an orchestra part with Superman going around doing Superman things. Wow. Stopping the bad guys, you know, getting shot with guns and, oh, those don't affect me. And, of course, saving Lois Lane. So, yeah, he is just establishing that he is Superman. And wow. is great and has a bunch of flying around. And then we get a look into Superman slash Clark Kent's mindset in the song Doing Good, where he goes over how he feels about his dual life. He knows that he has a job to do, and that's doing good. Wow. Because I'm the best guy, and he kind of views... Clark Kent does this disguise, this mild, meek-mannered, you know, tie-wearing reporter, which I know is going to irk some people that are big Superman fans, because he was Clark Kent first before he was Superman, but anyway, this is 1960s, they didn't really care. Yeah, it's also how he views himself, like, he feels like he's probably lying to himself. Right. If you're not familiar with the story of Superman, uh, Clark Kent is his human side, his regular everyday man, and he works uh, as a reporter at the planet. Um, this is also where his love interest, Lois Lane, works and establishes very early on that he is largely ignored by her um, and is not anywhere on the radar. So most of his attempts get shot down pretty early. And it's mostly because she's in love with Superman. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> As one does. Yes. So it's established that she has been saved countless times by Superman. She's infatuated with him, but he doesn't really show the same kind of emotions. He's very blunt with her. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of messing up on both ends for himself. But this love for Superman is not shared by everybody at the planet. Max Minchin, a fellow reporter, has little patience for the Superman and his heroic deeds. How dare he do good? 
you know, people were reading all of my articles before Superman showed up. Now that's all they care about. So, meh, I don't like him. That's his entire thing. <laughs> it sounds like so lame. Oh, yes. Uh. So then we get the song We Need Him, which has a bunch of citizens singing and dancing in the street, praising Superman and all of his deeds, just saying that this is what we need him for. All these crooks, all these criminals running around, like, we need him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just generally happy people in the streets for loving Superman. <laughs> kind of sounds like a cult. It, it yes. just, fine, don't worry about it. <laughs> So Max explains to his secretary, Sidney, how his next piece is going to try and bring down Superman. He's got the, the dirt on him and all that. And Sidney just kind of is like, okay. She has a kind of a love for Max. He, she understands that he's a little strange, but she she likes him. And I guess they're kind of dating, but he's not really super interested. Mm. It's, it, their, their relationship is is a bit strange. So meanwhile, Kent is going about his usual stuff and being ignored by Lois Lane. And she eventually goes into her song, It's Superman, where she explains that Superman doesn't have this kind of same love for her. And so she's kind of getting mad at herself, like, why do I have to be in love with this man? Yeah, she just wants somebody to be there for her. And really, it's not Superman? So she kind of understands that her love is unrealistic yeah i don't know she's also kind of played as like an airhead in the movie the tv special like super airhead Mm -hmm. to the point where it's like oh clark i didn't know you were there oh yuck i hate that yeah it's real bad but until she gets a a man in her life that can provide that you know dream for her right now her heart just belongs to superman so it's a bit strange just because yeah So then we get introduced to Dr. Abner Sedgwick, a professor at the respectable Metropolis Institute of Technology, or MIT, which I will be shortening it to that for the rest of the retelling. He is a uh, 10-time Nobel Prize loser. Ah! (laughs) And these losses have caused a mental shift in the professor and is now set on destroying the symbol of good in the world, Superman. And we get the song Revenge. I'm angry because I'm so, a loser. So he explains in like the first half of the song that he would study in some field and then the prize would go to somebody studying in the exact same field, <laughs> but they just submitted their research first or something like that. So he's just like, it's just like going insane. So yeah, he just wants to uh, show everybody that he is a respectable scientist by becoming just pure evil. Yeah, yeah that holds together. Mm-hmm. So, Max actually ends up bumping into Dr. Sedgwick at the planet because Dr. Sedgwick went to report that uh, there was a a death ray at um, MIT. Of course there is. And it was going ballistic, and um, since Lois Lane knew Superman, maybe she could send Superman over there to stop it, which Uh he kind of does with ease. It's just like a very side thing. But... During this visit to the planet, they bump into each other and have a conversation, and they both kind of talk about their shared hatred for Superman. Yeah. You know, as you do. So Dr. Cedric invites Max to MIT to go discuss something further. Mm Mm-hmm. So right after that conversation, Max then ends up bumping into Lois and uh, tries to ask her out on a date. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, on a side note, just before this, he uh, just told Sydney that he couldn't go on a date with her tonight because he was busy. <laughs> wow. 
What a loser. Yeah, he's uh, a bit of a butt. <laughs> Just a bit. So he sings the song, The Woman for the Man, uh, and he's trying to win her over, and it's essentially, you're the, you're the woman for the man that has everything. I'm so great, I'm so beautiful, and you're the woman for me. Nope. And then I she also it. hits him with the, oh, I've got something else going on tonight. And just, like, ditches him. Let me check my calendar. Good job. Sydney, with being um, constantly shut down from Max for either just canceling on her or just standing her up at dates, she's actually starting to get a little bit fed up with him. So her mind begins to wander and um, eventually starts thinking on our, our good boy, Clark Kent. And she, she's like, you know, he's not such a bad guy. He's not the best, <laughs> but at least he's there. Wow. So she starts getting a little bit of budding feelings. And then eventually, later that day, it gets down to where they're just the last two people in the office. And so she sings the song, You've Got Possibilities, where she wants to bring him out of this square personality and also lay on some heavy flirting. It's actually a, a really fun song. And in the TV special... They have some pretty fun dancing in this one. Huh. Get like really close and like taking like ties and jackets off and stuff. Oh. Oh. Yeah, no, it's like that kind oh. of like. Well then. <laughs> like she's getting. It's a good time. Real up in his business. And actually in the TV special, they end up kissing at the end of the song. <gasps> Scandalous. And so it's like, oh my goodness. Oh no. But, <laughs> but then it's immediately resolved afterwards. And like the next scene, she. Uh, helps set up Lois and Clark, and she's like off to the side. And she's like, "Yeah, I know I'm the best. We realized we weren't good for each other, so I helped him out." And then they were like, "Oh yeah, you're great." There's like no like time showing the setup. It just cuts to them being mm-hmm. together. It's, so of Lois and yeah, okay. It's so it's very jarring and off putting. I don't get it. So Doctor Cedric and Max um, have their meeting, and they go over a plan to ruin Superman. Oh, no. So Superman has been invited to MIT to celebrate his recent stop of the Death Ray, because you know he's he's so great. But you know Cedric ended up building it anyway. So not a very good Death Ray. Also, he just very casually mentions like, "Ah, oh, yes, we set up this Death Ray at MIT for like defense purposes." Even though it's uh-huh. called a, a death ray. Yeah. They are planning on using this opportunity while Superman is busy to blow up City Hall. <gasps> <laughs> and then Max will use his position at the paper to kind of further spread this bad image of Superman about how he couldn't protect anybody and, you know, turn him into a bum. Uh-huh. They, they, Max keeps saying that, like, it's throughout the, the entire thing. So it's like, he's just, he's nothing but a bum. Good insult. It, yeah. It's strange. Yeah. We now cut back to Lois, who is struggling with all these feelings about the men in her life in the song, What I've Always Wanted. Deep down, she actually just wants, you know, corny life that everybody dreams about. Just being a stay-at-home wife and white picket fence and all that jazz. So now we are at the day of the ceremony, and Dr. Sedgwick meets with Superman beforehand. And the doctor is still seen as, like, a good guy from Superman's perspective at this point. But he sits him down for for a session of uh, psychoanalysis that uh, leaves Superman in a state of confusion and and questions about his actions. So it kind of, like, attacks him mentally and just... I don't know, the doctor's supposed to be super smart and can figure out anything, so of course he knows how to psycho-analyze oh, yeah. people and terrorize them that way. 
Nonetheless, he does attend the ceremony where the crowd sings It's Super Nice. And again, it's another song of just singing the praises of Superman. Oh, he's so great. But during this song, um, the stage ends up uh, collapsing and Superman has to kind of swoop in and support it so that way nobody gets hurt. And then Dr. Cedric takes this opportunity to blow up City Hall. No! No! Dun, dun, dun! And that is the end of Act 1. Wow! Hmm. (laughs) Amber's not satisfied. Nope. (laughs) I I, I mean, this one just, it's Superman. I don't know. It's a a Superman story. Yeah. And (laughs) it is very much like the old cartoons or whatever but you see it's sticking to those old things and not making uh, some stupid that i mean that's other fair. story it's sticking to its roots which is fair yeah. uh, not quite up my alley but you know yeah. it's cool i guess yeah but, and like, we also have no idea how it would fare today because no one's tried yeah. to revamp it is yeah um so I, yeah it stuck with it because it was made in the 60s <laughs> I, yeah i will say the music i did enjoy okay. the, the whole soundtrack um there's not really like a bad song so that's all we can usually say <laughs> yeah there's yeah a lot of like kind of big note songs and like a lot of the guys kind of get a little bit deeper in the bassy kind of style of singing that like that bass. Yeah, and the and then on the time period. But no, it I, I enjoyed the soundtrack. It wasn't okay, it wasn't okay. a bad listen. Nice. Like I said, you've got possibilities is is a pretty fun one. There's I don't think it's quite my favorite from the show. There's one a little bit later that is uh, absolutely hilarious, but we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk to it when we get there. Yeah, so what do you guys feel about this show so far? Amber and Kylie? They think you said it already. <laughs> it's it's Superman. Piece. Uh, my piece is kind of similar to Amber's. Oh, I thought you were going to expand on that. Oh, you did. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> it's a show. It's better than that's, Spider-Man. It's better than Bono. Oh, yes. Yes, it's better than Bono Spider. So it, it does seem like an interesting thing, and if like it still has good music, which, again, is something we can't usually say about musicals that don't make it, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Probably, mm-hmm. you know. I don't think it's the best stuff out there, but no. it's a pleasant listen to. It's tolerable. Yes. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. It's, it's again a shorter show as well. So let's go ahead and go to our theater fact, Kylie. The Sebuna, located in Austria, is a floating stage on the shores of Lake Constance with seven thousand seats. Since 1946, it has been used for large-scale opera or musical performances during the Bregenz Festival. I thought that was That's, cool, like a floating, yeah, a floating stage. <laughs> yeah, that'd be very hard to perform on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's weird. That's super cool looking. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, I think they, you know, can stylize it for whatever show they're doing and, yeah, have some fun with it, but I thought that was really cool. Jaws like, the like, Musical is coming to, oh, no. to a lake near you. <laughs> the Little Mermaid would be great. Oh, yes. yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's interesting. I've, I've never heard about that before. <laughs> Austria. Yeah. So with our intermission, we are going to go ahead and talk about our our plugins and our what we're what we've got going on. So last week we mentioned we launched our merch. Whoop whoop woo woo woo. We're leading a new year off with a bang. It's super exciting, and now we have bag of bones merch up there. So if you're looking for it, that is available as well. So go ahead and check her stuff out too. And there's still merch for us as well. You know we got sweatshirts and hats and 
coffee mugs and just about anything. You know, it's super neat. I'm definitely still, I still have to buy a beanie for myself. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that coming in. Go check that out. It is on our website, which is www.ragtagnetwork.com. We also would like to remind you that our charity of choice, so 10% of all merch sales go to the Actors Fund, which helps support you know, any actor or music performer or opera singer or anything in this genre of performing. It's a super cool fun. And you can find more information about that at theactorsfund.org. We've kind of, we talked about it on our last episode. The information is on our website, of course. You can go check them out. As always, if you want to kind of like reach out to us, we are still, you know, pretty active on Twitter. If you want to interact with us on there, that's at Save an Isle Seat on there. Amber is, you know, still as hashtag heavy as always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chat with me. Chat with her. And uh, if you're ever like putting your information out about this show, if you're talking to your friends about the show, if you're tweeting about us, please use the hashtag SMAAS or hashtag Save Me an Isle Seat. We do look for those. It's really the only way that we know how to find you. So put those in there so we know that you're talking about us and we'll say hey and give you a retweet and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Because we really like interaction like that. If you have thoughts about other shows or if you have, you know, theater facts or anything like that, you can go ahead and email us at savemeanisleseat at gmail.com. Super cool to get that. We will put you, put your shows on the docket if it's you know, readily available. So big things are coming this year, so please keep an eye on it, uh, whether that's through our our Twitter account, our network's Twitter account, which is at um, Ragtag Network, or our website. So just keep an eye on that. We are doing big things in the year 2021 because we survived. Woo! It's going to be a great year, and we look forward to sharing it with you. So keep an eye on our socials because more big information is coming. Not gonna say what, because it's still a surprise, but it's coming. Keep an eye out for that. We're looking forward to bringing you new stuff in 2021. So I think that's it for our stuff for intermission. Do you want to do a pun here? We'll sleep over a tall building into Act 2. <laughs> All right. Let's go up, up, then away. I don't like that one as much. <laughs> Well, at the start of Act 2, Dr. Sedgwick isn't satisfied with how things went. He wants Superman dead. I want him He's not dead. satisfied. I want him dead. I want um, his family dead. So, of course, like any other mad scientist, he's cooked up a- another evil plan so great that he will finally be recognized as a great scientist. Max also begins to tear down Superman uh, about his inability to protect City Hall in the hopes that his readers will soon turn away from Superman. And we get the song, uh, So Long, Big Guy. And this one's actually pretty fun, because it's essentially just Max being smarmy. And he's like, so long, you tried, get out of here, Bye bye Wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Don't hate him at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is a butt. Yeah. Uh, so, with Max's attacks and Dr. Sedgwick's psyche tampering, it's all kind of wearing on Superman, it's all starting to take effect on him. So we get the song, The Strongest Man in the World, where he kind of questions his entire being. Who am I? And he's like, I'm so strong, but I cry. (laughs) That's the synopsis of the song. I'm so strong, but I still cry, though. I have feelings. I'm sensitive. Guys, his feelings, they're so real. They're very real. Sad boy hours. So yeah, he's just kind of like down in the dumps on himself. Just sad times for Superman. No, Superman, you're great. We go back to the planet where Sydney is kind of aware about how terrible Max is and is being 
And so she tries to like reach out to him in the song, Oh, Do You Love You, uh, which is sounds weird. And it starts off where she's trying to sing like, hey, somebody out there loves you. And it's like, it's trying to be like, I love you. Like, I know you're bad, but I still care for you. But then the song just kind of turns into like, you love yourself. <laughs> and he's like, yes. But also just ignores her the entire song. <laughs> wow, what a Rude. jerk. Yeah, he is just the worst person. He's not even like technically the main villain, but he also is. <laughs> also just a jerk. Yeah. So yeah, he's just full of himself the entire time. So Max and Dr. Sedgwick meet up again to talk about how they are further going to destroy the Superman. And they both hype each other up in my favorite song of uh, You Got What I Need. <laughs> where it's two grown men uh-huh. singing and dancing with each other as mm-hmm. if they were dancing partners saying, You got what I need, baby. <laughs> it's adorable. Oh, God. <laughs> And the entire song's in that energy, and it's we just... We ship it. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Romance. Like, if you watch any clip from the film, it's this, because it's just, it's so ridiculous. It's not the Superman leaping over a tall building. Oh, yeah, that's just bad. <laughs> so, this evil plan, they uh, need to have uh, Lois Lane abducted. So they get her abducted by a uh, acrobatic team called the Lings, and is brought to a power plant or power station for a trap for the Superman. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, by day, I'm an acrobat. By night, I'm a crime lord. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a bunch of Chinese acrobats, and they keep saying <laughs> Chinese, like, a lot. It's the 60s. Yeah, so... <laughs> Enough to make us probably a little uncomfortable. <laughs> so, so, yeah, she gets knocked out and, and brought to the trap, so she eventually wakes up and kind of, like, sees everybody there and starts piecing it together that, like, oh, these guys are bad. Dr. Dr. Sedgwick and Max, you're, you're terrible. Wow. I'm stuck in this power station with a bunch of Chinese. <laughs> and then we get the song, I'm Not Finished Yet, where she kind of comes to the realization that, like, oh, I've been in situations like this before. Superman won't let me get hurt. Y'all are in for it. You guys are bad guys. You know what happens to you. Oh, Tell me I'm the heroine. Yeah. <laughs> You can't kill me. <laughs> I'm a main character. As if on cue, Superman shows up and begins whooping up on everybody in the of song. Course. Boom! Or pow, bam, zonk. Ah, yes, the song of Anamanapia. Yeah. Um, and through the course of beating up Chinese people, uh, uh, Superman begins feeling much better about himself. Superman, uh. no. <laughs> no. <laughs> and of course, because it's Superman and he's like, near invincible they're trying to punch him and he's just like oh get out of here you bam silly you. <laughs> and yeah just kind of beats the snot out of these people through the course of the scuffle uh dr sedwick ends up getting uh, electrocuted oh <laughs> and uh of course lois is rescued and then uh superman hurries off with his iconic up up and away and then we get the song finale Oh, I wonder what that's for. Which is another orchestral piece of Superman going around doing Superman stuff. And yeah, that's just how the show ends. That sounds exactly right for a Superman. Yeah, this one definitely doesn't stray far. I will put on here. It ends a little different in in the TV special. So Lois has been strapped to a bomb in the TV special and ends up getting rescued. 
and they fly away together. Uh, meanwhile, the Doctor and Max are left at this place for the bomb to explode. Oh, oh okay. The bomb explodes, and then it cuts back to the planet where Max is down on one knee asking Sydney to marry him. Oh. And being super nice. And then Clark Cut explains that the bomb caused them to have amnesia and a personality disorder where they've become great members of society. And Dr. Cedric has joined the planet to be the scientific article. Yeah, no, they, nope. they definitely didn't die or anything, so they're having a I, great time. I legit but... had a moment where I was like, Superman just left two people to die. What is happening? <laughs> but no, they got okay. very convenient amnesia explosions. And niceness. And niceness disease. That's <laughs> false. Oh. Who thought that was a good idea? So, that is Superman the musical. Yeah, so it's it's so it is you said you mentioned that it was very different from the recorded. Yes. One. It's significantly cut uh, for, like the songs that were cut are ones that I really liked. Like so long big guy was is just fun cuz it's just like Max really getting to show off his assholeness. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, I'm a butthead. Yay! So yeah, it was it was strange, and you could definitely tell it was rushed. Ah, yeah. Because like, there's like shots where like people are just staring directly into the camera. Oh no! And it just does it just doesn't look good. Look away! But there's a couple good moments. So okay, if you say so. So that's up on YouTube, right? It is on YouTube. There's it's not like an official channel. It's just somebody that uploaded it, and it's like an hour and a half. So if you want to see it, uh... go for it. But. The soundtrack that we covered is on Spotify. It is on Spotify. Yeah. There's also, I don't, I didn't listen to them, but there's like a bunch of little audio tracks at the bottom of the playlist that have like demo on them. So yeah. I, I didn't listen to any of those. So I don't know really what those are about, but I listened to the full, right. everything that was in the production. And um, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's not going on any of my like <laughs> show <laughs> tunes playlists, but. <laughs> but it wasn't, you know, the worst. Yeah. Okay. Kind of good. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah, what are you guys' thoughts on the show as a whole? Very interesting. It exists. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I think it's good material to work off of because obviously Superman's yeah. classic. Everyone recognizes him. I would be interested to see this one get a revival someday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it same. It could work. Yeah. I feel like it's hard just because like, you get those same limitations as the Spider-Man one, right? Like the flying and stuff. It's hard yeah. to do on stage. for the time though being in the 1960s probably the flying they did have might have been pretty impressive oh, oh i'm yeah, sure it I mean, was for the time yeah i'm just saying like i can see how that would stop you from doing it again just because that can be expensive and dangerous and whatever whatever True. lawsuits yeah but i think you know it's definitely good material to work off of and if someone were to revive this someday i mean i'd see it i'd give it a try it's, you know? it's just like you know easy to like understand i think the story could probably use some work. Yeah, well, it would definitely use some updating for yeah. sure. Uh-huh. I I like some of the characters, but like Lois being a like major airhead, at least for the TV stuff. Because obviously, I <laughs> I didn't see the actual stage production. <laughs> we weren't alive yet. Because we weren't alive. So yeah, just kind of basing it off of the the TV one. She's just, don't make her that much of an idiot. Yeah, she's not, you know, a total idiot. Yeah, I mean, that's terrible. So, could probably use a little work, but I think it's got enough of a skeletal structure to yeah. get something pretty good out of it. I Weirder mean, things have been it done. got 
It got Tony nominations. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is impressive, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it, if it eventually got a revival. You know, if someone was like, oh, yeah, I remember this being a thing when I was a kid or something and scooped it back up. Yeah. But uh, we'll just have to kind of wait and see mm-hmm. if it if it does or not. But, yeah, overall, not a bad show. It's definitely not the worst one you've covered. No. No, by far. I honestly think that title, for me personally, would be held by Spider-Man. For... Seriously, I still think Silence was just not... <laughs> I'm still mad about that one. You're forgetting Evil Dead, was it? To that... Oh, Evil Dead. I could listen to that soundtrack, and it's like... Uh, listening to the Spider-Man one was like painful, painful to get through. Yeah, That's true. Bono will be the one to true. revive Superman. <laughs> no! Oh, no! Bono, no! <laughs> if you're listening, Bono... Stop it. <laughs> Put it down. <laughs> Put that thought Don't touch away. Superman. <laughs> and also, yeah, all the titles are It's a Bird, It's a Plane, It's Superman. Overture. <laughs> so they're all terrible. Yeah, so if you just want to pick out like a couple songs to listen to and not listen to the whole track, I would highly recommend You've Got Possibilities, So Long, Big Guy, and You've Got What I Need. Obviously that one. Those right. are those are like the, the top yeah, ones that, that one is you have to. That I liked. Okay. You got Matt's recommendation. Mm-hmm. Do with Good it what know. you will. Alright, that was Superman. It wasn't was painful, guys. Yeah, we True. we didn't start off the new year wanting to hurt you. <laughs> That's good. That's <laughs> saying something. So So yeah, so like it it wasn't a bad it wasn't a bad one to start off our new year. Alright guys, so I think that will wrap up this episode of Save Me and I'll see. We really appreciate you tuning in again and we hope that you'll stick around for this brand new 2021. And we hope that fantastic things will be coming to us and to you. And we just appreciate you spending your New Year's with us. Yeah. yeah. So we'll catch you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Up, up, and away. Thank you for listening to this episode of Save Me an Aisle Seat. We do this show for fun, but if you'd like to support us, you can check out our Ko-Fi at www.ko-fi.com slash ragtag network. For more episodes and shows like this, go to our website at www.ragtagnetwork.com. This show is brought to you by the Ragtag Network.